Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Guys, about to launch into another big week on the podcast. Heaps of stuff to go into coming from round 19. But probably the biggest news over the last 24 hours was, of course, the Cronulla Sharks signing Dale Finucane. Now, a very fantastic signing for them. Uh, sort of guy that's come out of the Melbourne Storm. He's been the captain now for, I think he's captain this year. Um, obviously, since Cameron Smith retired. A guy that Craig Bellamy did not want to let go, but... And the reality is for Dale, I'm sure he's taken unders for a couple of years to try and win premierships in Melbourne. He has done that. He's also played in grand finals before arriving at the Melbourne Storm for the Canterbury Bulldogs as well. So the experience uh, that he brings to any system is unbelievable. Uh, and I, I think the greatest credit to him is only, uh, you know, two weeks ago, he was brought into game three in State of Origin and was automatically made the vice captain. So Freddie, he obviously values what he brings. Uh, and Craig Fitzgibbon, he's obviously values what he brings as well. So... Uh, uh, obviously, he's part of that New South Wales system and the coach of Cronulla for next year. So, a fantastic signing. And um, it, it finishes off a trio of signings for the Cronulla Sharks heading into next year, headlined by Nico Hines, who they signed a couple of weeks ago. He's probably been uh, the second or third form fullback in our competition over the last eight weeks or so. Obviously, Pappy has returned now. Uh, I still think Nico will hold on to that jersey for a couple of weeks, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, we'll see how it plays out, though. But no doubt... In the time that he has been playing fullback, he's been one of the form players in this competition. He's been unbelievable, Nico Hines. So another great signing for the Cronulla Sharks. And I think people forget, at the start of the year, they signed Cam McInnes. Now, uh, I think we were all sort of expecting Cam McInnes to make the move this season. Um, but a couple of days after, he, of course, did his ACL. So obviously you're getting Cam McInnes post-ACL, but he's one of the best defensive players in our game. I do worry, and I've said this before, and I'm not backing down from it anytime soon, that I think the game has moved away from Cam McInnes a little bit. Uh, for me, I look at Cam McInnes and I look at a guy that's played hooker for the last few years 
And I just I just have never thought he's had that upside in attack. I don't think he has the vision. I don't think he has the passing game. I don't think he has the kicking game either. But when you're the best offensive player in the competition, you can get away with that because you bring so much in defense. But when I look at the game over the last 18 months, it has changed a lot. Um, and I think you need a hooker who has good ruck recognition. For me, Cam McInnes doesn't have that. For me also, Cam McInnes coming off an ACL, he's probably going to be a little bit slower than he ever has been realistically. And that's nothing against Cam McInnes. That's just the reality of coming off an ACL injury. Yeah. So I do feel a little bit sorry for him. I know that called for a long time for him to play in Jersey 13 for the Dragons and Ben Hunt to play nine. You saw them make that move last year. Ben Hunt absolutely brained it. The Dragons started to win games. They then moved him back to halfback. Uh, didn't quite go as well then. So I think the proof is in the pudding there that you need a hooker that has ruck recognition that plays with eyes up. That, that's just in my opinion. And I don't think Cam McInnes is that guy. I also don't think he has the skill set to play 13, though. I don't think he has the awareness to play 13. I don't think he has the timing. I haven't seen it so far in his career. When he did play 13 for the Dragons, he was just a really good defender who just did his hit-ups. There wasn't really much more to his game. So it is something that worries me. And the reason why it worries me is because heading to the Cronulla Sharks next year is Craig Fitzgibbon to be the head coach, yeah, which is a fantastic signing. We've had Fitzy on the podcast. I'm a huge fan of him, but I think we've also got to look at the reality of Craig Fitzgibbon. Now, he has been in this rooster system since he was 20 years old. Uh, he arrived there in, what, 2001? Maybe the... No, the year 2000 he arrived there. Of course, he played in the grand final with the Dragons in 99. He arrived at the Roosters in 2000. Now, he hasn't left since. Yeah, it's now 2021. So you think about the years that Craig Fitzgibbon has been either playing there, playing alongside Freddie and whatnot, or coaching there. I mean, you look at the last few years, especially when he's done the vast majority of his hands-on assistant coaching, there's been guys like Cooper Cronk in this system that have built this system and built all the structures. There's been guys like Luke Keery, some of the best ball players in the game, some of the best tempo-controlling guys in our game as well. Outside of that, you've also got Victor Radley, who you all know how highly I've spoken of him over the last few years. And for me, he's the best ball player playing lock forward in our game. He's essentially an extra halfback, which has been massive for the Sydney Roosters, along with getting a kid like Sam Walker, who's just got all the ability in the world. And this year, they've been able to build their game around him. And Craig Fitzgibbon, he's got the luxury of being able to watch how Trent Robinson goes about that over the last few years. But, I mean, he's going to arrive at the Cronulla Sharks now without a halfback. And this is the biggest issue I have with the Sharks next year. I posted on my Instagram last night saying, are they going to make the eight? Everyone went, definitely, yes, they have to for sure. They don't have a seven. They literally don't have a halfback. This is a big issue for me. They also don't have a ball playing lock forward. So you've got Craig Fitzgibbon, who's coming from the close to perfect system for the last 20 years of his life, especially the last few years of his coaching career. The only guys he's worked with has been Cooper Cronk at halfback, which I imagine that is like driving a Ferrari. I mean, the coach could not show up and Cooper Cronk could probably coach you to a premiership whilst playing halfback realistically. It just makes all the structures a lot easier. For me, I'm not sure if Craig Fitzgibbon is prepared to walk into a system without a halfback. Now, even when you lost Cooper Cronk, I spoke about it for ages. You had Victor Radley. I spoke about it last year when Victor Radley went down from, with injury that the Roosters weren't going to win this competition, and they didn't get anywhere near it. Yeah, after winning two in a row, they ran out of gas. I understand that, but you could see through the centre third they just weren't winning it. They weren't getting to the right spots because they were missing Victor Radley. Now, when Victor Radley went down, I mean, you're all telling me that Kyle Flanagan was a gun. He was going to be the future of the Roosters. He was going to do this. He was going to do that. All of a sudden, Radley goes, and Kyle Flanagan is shit. He can't play football. He needs to go. Yeah, it sort of coincides with having a really good ball-playing lock forward. It matters in the modern game. Fitzgibbon's coming to a new system with a coach 
that we don't understand why they sacked him in the first place. With with um, Sean Johnson, one of the best halfbacks in the world, he's now left. And here we are putting together this team of really good culture guys. Cam McInnes, Dale Finucane. I mean, as far as leadership goes in this club, it's not going to get much better than that. And I applaud them for that 100%. They are fantastic guys to go out and get to lead your club around. They will do a brilliant job as leaders. I have no doubt about it. But structure-wise and positional-wise, I do worry about this team next year. They're not going to have that 13. They're also not going to have a halfback. For me, it spells trouble. You'll have Nico Hines at six. And look, I hope Nico Hines does really well. But I mean, we've also got to accept that we've uh, the only time we've seen Nico Hines is in a system that is absolutely braining it. And he is on the end of one of the best forward packs and some of the best halves in our game with some of the best strike weapons outside him in games that they're winning 40-0. I mean, we haven't seen Nico Hines in any other situation. In fact, the only other situation we have seen Nico Hines before is when he was playing Toyota Cup for Manly at 5-8 and they decided, no, we're good. We don't need him. And they released him. Now, I know there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. There's a lot more to that. I get it. But... I mean, we haven't seen Nico Hines outside of the perfect system. That's what worries me. We haven't seen Craig Fitzgibbon outside of the perfect system. Yeah, and look, I think that as good as Dale Finucane is, I think he's going to be brilliant. I think the forward pack's great. I think Cam McInnes is going to be really good defensively. I mean, you still need the halves to put the icing on the cake. I look at the Cronulla Sharks and I go, geez, it's a great cake. They've got a fantastic cake, but who's going to be the icing on it? Who's going to deliver the big plays? I mean, if, if I said to you right now, tell me who's got the best kicking game at the Cronulla Sharks next year? Who are we going for? Are we saying Nico Hines? Are we saying Matty Moyland? Are we going Connor Tracy? Are we going Braden Trindle? Two fringe first grade guys? I mean, Connor Tracy's been playing wing for the last year for them, apparently. Trindle, he's starting to come into his own. I really like him, and I've picked my best 17 for the Cronulla Sharks next year, and I've got him at halfback, and I know that a lot of people don't, but, I mean, you need a seven out there. You need someone who can kick at the very least. Blake Braley isn't really that guy either. Cam McInnes doesn't have a kicking game. I mean... There's, there's a lot of things that are popping up here. Will Kennedy isn't the sort of guy that can jump in and, and deliver your kicking game either. There's a lot of problems with the team that they're building. And maybe they have got plans to bring in a Luke Brooks or someone like that. I hope they do because I think they need a halfback. As I said, they've built the structure of this team really well. But in your key positions, you are lacking. You definitely are lacking. And I hope that Cam McInnes is under the understanding that he is going to be playing lock there. Because for me, if they play him at hooker, I think it's a mistake. You've got a really good running nine. You're going to have a really big forward pack. You need a guy that's going to play eyes up like Blake Braley. I think it's going to be a step backwards to have Cam McInnes. I think right now in the modern game, and this is nothing against Cam McInnes, just the reality of the situation. If you took Cam McInnes playing his absolute best football, I still don't think he'd be that great in the modern game, especially in attack. I think in defense, he'd be unreal. I have no doubt about that. I get that 100%. I back it in completely. But in attack, I think he's going to let you down a little bit. For me, I would want Blake Braley there. And as I said, he's a fantastic defender, Cam McKinnis. So I want him on the field. So I can probably sacrifice not having a ball-playing 13 if I can have the best defensive 13 in the competition there. But then I need a halfback. I need someone that can lead the troops around. Cam McKinnis is going to say the right things. He's going to do the right things, as is Dale Finucane. But you need someone to put the icing on the cake in the seven jersey to be able to deliver something. You need someone to create space for Nico Hines. He's not going to be an organizing sort of guy. That's not who Nico Hines is. And if you're buying him for that purpose, why are you buying Nico Hines? Why are you buying Nico Hines to serve that purpose? It's not what he does best. Seems a little bit backwards to me at the moment. I love the people they've brought to the club. I don't so much love the positional 
I, the positional problems they're going to have to sort out, it just doesn't quite make sense to me at the moment. And look, as I said, I have got my starting 17 for the Cronulla Sharks for next year. And look, it's an impressive 17, no doubt about it. But there are glaring problems in the halves for me. And I think I might have a couple of solutions for you that I think Craig Fitzgibbon will consider. For me, the fullback has to be Will Kennedy. Uh, I, I look at the way he's been playing this year. I don't think you can possibly take that jersey off him. Personally, I think it's really wild to buy Nico Hines and not play him at fullback. I know he says he's a 5'8". I get it. I, I think the proof is in the pudding the last few weeks. He's a better fullback. I think in the modern game, he's a better fullback than what he is 5'8". Personally, happy to be proven wrong. More than happy to be proven wrong there. But if I've got a guy like Nico Hines, I want him off two ball. Yeah, I don't want him at first receiver standing on one edge. That's not where I want Nico Hines. I know he can play that role. I've seen him do it for Melbourne. But, geez, he's so much more destructive off a two ball. He's so much more destruct- destructive a little bit wider outside of some shape. That's in my opinion. But, Will Kennedy, I don't think you can take that jersey He's fullback for me. The two wingers, they pick themselves. Katoa, Molotalo, both have been unreal. Both have been great the last 18 months or so. I'm sure they will do a job again next year. Your centers, Jesse Raymond picks himself. And Connor Tracy has to be in this team somewhere. I think he'd be the perfect 14. But I don't think they have a center that can take this jersey off Connor Tracy. So I think he's in the centers with Jesse Raymond. They'll be a really strong combo. The back five, I really like him, to be honest with you. I think it's a really good back five for the Cronulla Sharks. Then we get into the halves. Assuming that Nico Hines has to be the 5'8", you cannot possibly leave Nico Hines out of this side. I don't think you can pick Will Kennedy anywhere else. So I think Kennedy will be at 1. I think Nico Hines has to be at 6, which leaves my halfback spot. Now, there's been talk about a Matt Moylan-Nico Hines combo. You guys all know that I'm the number one ticket holder to the Matty Moylan show. He cannot be the halfback. He cannot be the halfback. That is just ridiculous. That is not... You've essentially got two fullbacks playing in the halves, yeah? And yeah, Melbourne do it. You're sweet. Melbourne, they're the exception, not the example. Don't throw Melbourne at me. Oh, but they do it. You're not Melbourne. No one else is Melbourne. Melbourne are Melbourne. You're the Cronulla Sharks. You're not the Melbourne Storm, yeah? And that's not being disrespectful. Once again, that's just being realistic, yeah? You need to have a genuine seven in this team. In my opinion, the two guys I would be looking at is one is Trindle. The other one is a guy that hasn't played first grade yet. Last name's Metcalf, a really talented little footballer. I think he's more of sort of an outside, like a 5'8 or a fullback potentially, but I know that he can play halfback. He's a kid that I would be willing to give this a shot at. I know he's got a good little kicking game as well, so that's something that stands out for me. At the moment, Braden Trindle, he's definitely got his foot in the door though, no doubt about it. The thing about Metcalf is that there is no New South Wales Cup this year. So he's not actually playing football at the moment, which really hinders everything. It, it doesn't allow Craig Fitzgibbon to see him play rugby league. It doesn't allow him to play rugby league for the next year or so. So that one is a real stinger. But we've seen him in the trials and what he can do. I think he's definitely a guy to consider. So for me, Trindle's probably my first choice, but I'll tell you what, Metcalf, he's going to be a big smoky to wear that seven jersey. For me personally, I can't do Moylan and Hines. It just makes no sense to me whatsoever. But I'll come back to that situation in a second. Now, in the forward pack, for me, up front, I've got Aiden Tolman if he re-signs, which I believe he will from what I've gathered. At the moment, I've got Aiden Tolman there, and then I've got Dale Finucane starting up front. Now, Dale has quite often worn jersey 13 for the Melbourne Storm. I just think you need to have Cam McInnes in this team somewhere. I don't think he's a nine, so he has to wear 13 for me. So my my, my middle three will be Tolman, Finucane, and of course, Cam McInnes in jersey 13. I'll have Blake Braley at nine. I think he's a really talented kid with a big future, and I think he suits the modern game as well. So Braley, he wears the nine for me. In the second row, really interesting. And this is going to be another test for Fitzgibbon moving forward. It is Wade Graham. What on earth is happening with Wade? Are we going to see him again? Or is it potentially another Boyd Cordner situation? Personally, 
I think we're probably leaning to another Boyd Cordner situation, which kills me to say, but I think it is the reality of the situation, unfortunately. And the other side of this, I just mentioned before, who's got the best kicking game at the Sharks next year? I mean, it's Way Graham if he is fit. So that helps out on the left edge. Having a left footer playing down on that edge is massive. We've seen how big it's been for the Cronulla Sharks over the last few years. I have no doubt that Wado, he would take a bigger role next year if they didn't have a seven. He would really control that edge. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But I'm not sure if we're going to see him again. I think there's a really good chance that unfortunately we've seen Wade Graham's last football. I hope I'm wrong. And if I am wrong, he's the first guy I pick on that left edge. Let's say, just for the hypothetical of this situation, that Wade Graham doesn't come back next year. Let's say, worst case scenario, we don't see Wado back next year. I think on that left edge, I would have Talakai. Uh, we saw him play there yesterday afternoon. He was very strong. He's been very quiet the last few weeks. But I just think if you can get the best out of Sifa, this is where you want him. You want him out on an edge. He can be so destructive there. So for me, I'd have him on the left edge. I go over to the right edge. Comes down to two names here. The guy that played there yesterday, Britton Nakora, been very, very talented for a long time. His big advantage is he's always been able to run off Sean Johnson, who's one of the best at putting those guys through holes. He's not going to have him anymore, so that's going to be interesting. The other guy is Ty Wilton, who is reliable as all hell and is a de- defensive little juggernaut. So it's one of those two, Ty Wilton or Nakora on the right, and then Wade Graham or Talakai on the left. I'm not sure which way you're going to go there or who you're going to pick there. The guys that don't get picked, they'll be on the bench for me. For me, if Wade Graham is in the team, he has to start. There's no way you'd put him on the bench. So it's either Talakai on the left edge or he's on the bench. Or you have Nakora or Wilton starting the other on the bench. Jersey 14 for me it would be Matt Moylan. If it's not Moisa, I would have Metcalf or Trindle there, depending on which one you don't start. So essentially you've got three guys fitting into two jerseys there. Trindle, Metcalf, Moylan to wear the 7 jersey and to wear the 14 jersey. However you want to work those three. Personally, I think Moylan's best spot in this team is jersey 14. I don't see him as a 7. It depends how they want to play, but I think it's a big punt going in with him at 7 and with a 13 that can't really ball play either. So I would have Moylan or Metcalf in jersey 14. Jersey 15 for me, would come down to a few guys. It would depend who was playing where out of Talakai, Nakora, Tyg Wilton, also Royce Hunt's the other one, but he's probably the, the the fourth choice there. I think that whoever you're going to have in 15, if Wade Graham's there, I think you have, if Wade Graham's on the edge, I think you have Talakai there. And then if Talakai is on the edge and Wade Graham's not there, I think then it comes down to Nakora or Tyg Wilton. Whichever one starts, stays there. The other one will be on the bench in Jersey 15. Jersey 16 for me, I've got Hamlin Uele. I've got Royce Hunt's there, name in brackets once again. I think he'll be 18th man in their best side. But Hamlin Uele, I think he has to be Jersey 16 there. Jersey 17 and unfortunately he's sort of been downgraded a little bit. I think he's been unbelievable this year as Toby Rudolph. And look I know what people are thinking. Oh Toby Rudolph plays 13. He's not a ball player. They've been fine. They've got Sean Johnson. They've got Sean Johnson right now. It's going to be very interesting to see them over the next few weeks. Once Sean Johnson leaves with his hamstring injury how the Cronulla Sharks are going to work. I think it's going to be a really good test and look I think that Craig Fitzgibbon there might be a little silver lining to this Sean Johnson injury. It's going to give a lot of guys an opportunity to step up into the halves. You might see 
a Metcalf come into this team now. You might see Connor Tracy move around. He's another guy that I think should be considered in the halves. He's another guy that if they can find another centre, they need to be considering Connor Tracy wearing the seven jersey next year because I think he would do a brilliant job. But Toby Rudolph, he's the guy in jersey 17 for me. Um, I just think he has to be in the team. I think he's been one of their best players. I feel bad bringing him back to the bench. But as I said at the start of this year, and I think it's evident now, the writing's on the wall in our game. Being on the bench, it's not a punishment anymore. It's not a downgrade anymore. You, you, it's just how you play the game. Gameplay is more important than it ever has been, and you need to have guys on the bench that you can bring in after the, th- the first 30 minutes, and there's no drop-off. You want your, your bench front rowers to be as talented, as strong, as big a motor as your starting front rowers, realistically, because that middle 30 minutes, that's massive. That is going to be a huge 30 minutes of that game, and you need big bodies on there. I think Hamlin ULA and I think Toby Rudolph will do a sensational job. I think Royce Hunt, once he's fit, he will push both of those guys as well. That's my Cronulla Sharks team heading into season 2022, and I think it's a really strong side, but as I said, the halfback jersey, it's an issue for me. I think you need a good seven to get the best out of Nico Hines. Maybe I'm wrong about Nico Hines, but we haven't seen him outside of essentially the perfect system. I was going to say the perfect storm, but that would have been a disgraceful pun. The perfect system down in Melbourne. I want to see him in a different system like this Sharks. I want to see him in a system without a halfback to see if he's able to achieve what he's done at the Melbourne Storm. You look at the way that Melbourne win games of footy. They are just terrifying. They win by 40 points. They win by 50 points. The Cronulla Sharks, they don't do that all too often. I mean, they scored 40-odd against the Canterbury Bulldogs just like they conceded almost 30 points as well, yeah. It's going to be a very different sort of... It's going to be very different sorts of games of football for Nico Hines. I think it's going to be a massive test for him. I think Craig Fitzgibbon, he's done really well recruitment-wise. I think he's got a good bunch of leaders. I think that regardless of how they go at seven, they will be a little bit unorthodox, but that's always been the Sharkies. I think that they've got enough really good leaders. If Tolman stays there, that's massive. They're going to have, obviously, Finucane. They're going to have McInnes. I think these guys are fantastic leaders. They are true leaders. Leaders, and I think they will do a really good job. And even if they're not the most orthodox team, I think they'll be there and thereabouts at the top eight. I've tipped them the last two or three years to make the top eight to be a smoky. They've made it every single year. I think yesterday afternoon they cracked into the top eight as well. Uh, a couple of other teams starting to fall over around them, but that's the reality of the NRL. No Sean Johnson over the next few weeks is going to be a big test. A really good opportunity for Craig Fitzgibbon to see this team without Sean Johnson and see who's willing to put their hand up. Is it a Trindle? Is it a Connor Tracy? Do we see a Matt Moylan come back over the next few weeks and show us the football that he was once playing at the Penrith Panthers? Is it a Metcalf? Does he get an opportunity here and start to take it on? Really excited to see what happens over the next few weeks. It's going to be thrilling. Really excited for Craig Fitzgibbon. He's got a fantastic squad, but he has still got some challenges ahead of him. But let's be honest here, what coach doesn't? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 